y'all ready? You ready, Josie? I'm ready. Put your uh, phone on mute if you ain't on mute. Oh, I'm ready to do it. All right, bet. Hello, Club Culture family. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. And make sure you leave us a rating. This is episode 29. We have a special guest here with us today. Hey, guys. This is Jonesy. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And the special guest that we have for episode 29 is my uncle, Uncle Brian. Yes, Brian Inch L. Mm. L. That's a very unique uh, last name. I never asked you, like, what do you, have you uh, researched the last name L or whoever else has that last name? Or it could, what's the, 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 the history behind that last name? Okay. Uh, Y'all don't have the same last name? No. We'll get to that. Let's lay it down. Okay, <laughs> so, all right, all right. This is interesting. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm, right. I'm, now, I'm ready to uh, hear this. Inge, of course, is a, a German name. Okay. And when I proclaim my nationality, which is later on, we'll get to that. Too, okay. Uh, when I proclaim my nationality, I was given the El added to the okay. last name of yeah. Inge yeah. as an indication of Moorish nationality mm-hmm. and not carrying a German name. Yeah. If so you're Moorish? Yes. So awesome. we we already there. We <laughs> might as well get to uh, speak on that. So, um, yes, my uncle is Moorish American. Um, and I know so many people do not understand or know what that is. So could you ex- actually just explain what is being Moorish American what is the process of proclaiming your uh, nationality and what brought you to that? Okay, th- uh, good question because there's a lot of misinformation out here when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first part of that, I believe, is the process of proclaiming my nationality. And uh, what I would advise anyone to do that was interested in proclaiming their nationality is uh, visiting a uh, locally, or not locally, but of course locally, mm-hmm. because you want to be able to get to it, but a lawfully chartered uh, temple, which is the Moorish Science Temple of America, and uh, you would proclaim your nationality there. You don't need to go fill out any paperwork at any government offices or anything like that, because mm-hmm. the Italian doesn't have to go do it. Mm-hmm. The German doesn't have to go do it. The Russian doesn't have to go do it. So you shouldn't have to go to the government to tell them who you are because you're telling them who you are just by saying it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's no type of, like, joining a frat-type process to this? Like, there's no, like, all right, we're going to take on some recruits and then... Oh, no, oh, no. We don't, like... Whispering, you're like, hey, you'll be a good candidate. Why don't you come to this meeting? You know what I'm saying? Right. Or yeah. nothing of that type of nature. It's, it's a religious organization, first and foremost. And uh, it was founded by Prophet Noble Drew Ali in 1913. And uh, he said, if you feel your condition could be better, join the Moore Science Temple of America. Mm-hmm. And in joining science temple of america you will be proclaiming your nationality and what that does is reconnect you to your ancestors because we were told at one point in time we were black 
And then that was switched to African American. Mm-hmm. So we all know a person can't be a color, correct? Right. Did you agree? Yes. All right. So if I ask you, where's an Egyptian from, what would you say? Egypt. Would you call him Egyptian African? No. Why do I feel like this is a trick question? It's not, but Egypt okay. is in Africa, <laughs> so they're African still. Right. Correct. Yes. But you just simply call them Egyptian. Yeah. Right. Where's a Russian from? Russia. Yes. Where's an Italian from? Italy. Italy. <laughs> okay, so where's a black from? Black. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't be from two continents. Yeah. Because right. you got North America, Central America, and South America. Mm-hmm. So how could you be from America and from Africa at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do that. So when you say you're a Moorish American, you're reconnecting yourself. You're a descendant of a Moroccan but born in America because this land was once part of the Moroccan Empire, which our ancestors were here. Hmm. I'm Mr. Learning Columbus a lot. came, he saw us here. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, oh, this is some new land, let's go grow some corn. But when he first came over here, he saw ones dressed as he did as uh, the Moors that were in Spain. You know? So stop right there because I don't want you to confuse the listeners. You said that when Christopher Columbus first came here, he saw Moors. He saw... He saw ones that were dressed... Similar to the Moors in Spain. In Spain, yes. But you wouldn't call them Moors. But you would just say, I don't know. I'm learning here. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask, like, as, as you're confused, ask those questions as well because that's why we'll get to that point. Okay, I'm better question. Even... So, like, did the Moors dress, like, in a distinctive way? Like, you can point out a Moor or a Moorish person just, oh. Oh, that's more. That's Moorish people. That's crazy. I never, bro, bro. Wait, wait. That was all come to you. Wait, Don't get wait. it confused with the Masons, the ones that have God all is, the rhinestones and mm-hmm. the stitched in and all of that. That's not. It's a cartoon. His name is Morocco or mm-hmm. something like that. Ain't it two stupid dogs? And it's. They put it right in front of your face. They put it right in front of your face. This is insane. Hold on, bro. Let me. This is insane. Everything just made sense, bro. That's that. That's that uh, Illuminati discovery (laughs) reaction. (laughs) That is crazy. I'm almost certain that was either two. So, if you are listening on the on your favorite streaming platform, make sure you tune into the YouTube. To, to really get a sense of what's going on currently. That, this is insane. <laughs> See, yeah, he, bro. That's him. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got the hat on. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is so insane. just basing off that that cartoon, like what was going in your head when you were watching that? And you're like, why why is he depicted like that? Or it's just a cartoon to me. It didn't it didn't, it didn't seem much nothing, like to you. Yeah, yeah. No. So now that you know that there is historical content context to that that's real life that's real people's identity like what other questions could you possibly have to connect that to that cartoon none off top Mm -hmm. but i would say like i got introduced to moorish people through going to a moorish church when i was in boot camp Mm -hmm. temple Temple. Temple. okay a a moorish temple Mm -hmm. okay 
So I went to the temple service because I didn't want to go to the contemporary service. Yeah. And then I didn't go back. Okay. Why did you not go back? Huh? Why didn't you go back? It was just different. Pretty, yeah, it was different. And when I was you say different, explain different. It was just, it was different from my norm. Like, I came up in regular Christian Christian church. church. Yeah. Yeah. So when I went there, and honestly, I went there for kind of a dickhead reason. I went there because they had donuts and candy. Okay. So it's like, (laughs) we in boot camp, we like five (laughs) weeks in. I'm like, bro, I'd do anything for some candy, bro. Yeah. (laughs) When I got a donut. So, so, because that's that's, uh, a question I wanted to ask uh, you, Unc. Um, You grew up in a Christian upbringing, right? Correct. And so, through your uh, upbringing, what were you taught through Christianity and you soon learned as you got into your own person that you no longer wanted to follow? All right. That's a good question. And uh, what I would say is that I pretty much learned or was taught the same thing that each and every one of us that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and mm-hmm. that, you know, believe in Jesus and you'll be saved. Yeah. You'll right. Become a Christian and your sins will be just washed away just by becoming getting a Christian. Baptized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, getting baptized. That's not how it goes. Okay. On as a, a Moorish American Muslim. You know, we do believe in the teachings of Jesus. We do believe in Jesus. You know, but we don't believe in the magical, you know, the the miracles. It can it's all simple once you understand uh first and foremost there's a book called the Aquarian Gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ or Jesus the Christ, because Christ is a title, wasn't his last name. Mm-hmm. And in this book you're given the eighteen missing years of the New Testament of Jesus's life. And it shows you that he didn't die on the cross. Didn't like wake up from the dead. He was flesh and bone, you know? Right. Do you believe he turned bread to, or fed all the people with bread? I mean, is that a part of more? I'll give you a perfect example of what he did when he turned so many into so many. Mm -hmm. I'll just had a slice of pizza. Correct. Uh Right. If you you can turn that one into two by going to go get some more, right? Yeah. So he just went and got some more bread? (laughs) (laughs) He did what we do. Like, all of that immaculate conception, Mary, stuff that you never seen possible. It's basically... Cause they made it seem like he dropped the baking soda in the free base and, and turned the one in the four. Like that was the because that was the impression I was under, and that's why I was like, I'm gonna just go with it. And yeah, you spoke on that immaculate conception. There's yeah. only but one way that a, a a man or a woman can be born, and we both know how that is. Mm-hmm. Right? There is no. Voila, ooh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Uh, what we gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at you like, how did this happen? You know. So, who do y'all believe is Jesus' daddy? Who do we believe? Mary and Joseph. Mary was his mother, and Joseph was his father. So, do y'all believe that they had sex? There is but one way. <laughs> okay, okay. That a man I'm, I'm or following. Okay. Can be born. <laughs> so, y'all don't believe in the Virgin Mary? Well. There's a difference when you say believing 
and knowing something. Mm-hmm. We know that Mary wasn't a virgin because when the Bible was, or the King James version of the Bible was translated, it called Mary Alma Mary, which didn't mean virgin. It simply meant she was a young girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So through through rewriting and reinterpretation of the Bible, it got lost of what and actually happened. And they turned young girl into virgin. Virgin, yeah. Correct. Ah, okay. I'm following. See, it makes more sense, mm-hmm. and it opens more doors when you hear it explained to you like that. Like, mm-hmm. it was so profound. That's what made you not come back. You're like, hey, they own something now. <laughs> so... That's what led me to come actually come back. Mm-hmm. I heard something so profound. I'm like, where did you get this from? I'm coming back for some more. And lo and behold, these teachings come from Prophet Noble Jurali, who was born in 1886 in North Carolina. He came to Chicago in 1925. But like I said, as I initially stated, he established it in 1913, moved to Chicago in 1925. Mm. So I have a question, and I want your honest opinion on it. Do you believe that um, anybody can create a uh, a religion, or is that something that only a profound person can have in them to come with this theory or idea of something? Well, when you look at the definition of religion, it comes from the word. Uh, religio. Okay. Religio simply means to rebind. So you are rebinding to the, your creator through your religion, which is through your practices and your customs. Mm-hmm. Right. So can a religion be a cult? I think the <laughs> cult will. Re- what um would exist within the religion, mm-hmm. like, like ones that want to yeah, break off that, and yeah. do their own thing, yeah. maybe and not stay on track with what was initially. Now I can see. Mm-hmm. Now that's what why I initially said when I said proclaiming your nationality, go to a lawfully chartered temple, mm-hmm. because ones could just put on a fez and tell you that they're a grand sheik, and you wouldn't know. You would follow along and just be doing what they told you, uh, what they're doing, and be totally off track. So would that be a fake moor? There's fake moors? Well, what Prophet Noble Drew Ali called them is dirty moors. And just because you don't call yourself a moor, mm-hmm. you are a moor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't change what God made you. When Chinese came out of slavery, they were Chinese again. When the Africans or the Moors came out of slavery, mm-hmm. they were black. So are you saying that all ones that are black are Moors innately? Well, one way that you can determine that is by looking on your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Because the misnomers black, Negro, and African American were placed upon the Moors. Okay. Because I asked that question specifically uh, for the idea that we all came from Africa, right? 
I ain't from Africa. I'm from Crenshaw Mafia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You were already here. Yes. You were that already does mean here. He was Our already people here. were all over the globe. Yes. The Moors of the Moroccan Empire encompassed many continents, several continents and countries. So, you know, we were everywhere. So how do you know if you were a part of that empire or your birthright is with that empire if blacks were all over? Once again. On your birth certificate. Where is a where's an Egyptian from? Egypt. Egypt. When they come here, why do they not call themselves black? They call themselves Egyptian. Mm-hmm. But people here that uh that know where they their families come from, or at least as far as it reaches, when they are here, they're Polish American, they're Italian American, they're yeah, their European, nationality. Europeans can trace this; they know where their great grandfathers and yeah. great 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 grandfathers come from, mm-hmm. and even Africans do. Like they come and they say they're yes. So, so there's nothing wrong with Africans doing it because they know. Yeah, they don't call themselves black. That's what I'm, I'm that, picking. Okay, now I'm following. They say it's, I'm it's, Nigerian. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they look at you like, because you don't know who you are. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you could go, I'm African-American, and then you'll go, oh, where you from in Africa? And if they can trace it back, they'll just tell you. Mm-hmm. The 54 like, nations everybody Africa, can, yeah. can be mm-hmm. specific. Every black person can't can do that. Yeah. So that's why they look at us funny, or those of us who call ourselves or black. go by that name black. Yes. Yeah. So is the solution is to just uh, proclaim yourself to... Be more American. It's not as simple as just proclaiming it because you mm-hmm. actually have to live the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, Jews. When I'm as a being a Jew, not you know speaking ill of Jewish Judaism. Jewish is a religion. Mm-hmm. It's right. how they live. Yes. So, for ones to call itself Moorish American and say. I don't need a driver's license to drive. Yeah. That's not becoming of a Moorish American because it's in our constitution that we abide by all laws of the government. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get the dirty Moors or fake Moors. So a fake Moor tell you, you you don't need a driver's license? You don't need license plates. All you need is this special ID right here that says you're a Moor. Because you get an identification card when you... Oh, see, I ain't... Okay. Yeah. That that's the part of the question I initially asked you was the process of you becoming a more as well. Yeah, there's ones that sell you nationality packages for like two thousand, five thousand, yeah, just to get the bread up out of you and send you off about your way, and then you get caught up in the system. You reach back out to them, the numbers cut off. All right, let's take a step back. Yeah, this is a let's lot. Take a step. This back. is a lot. <clears throat> Why? Okay. This is a lot. Why would someone buy a nationality package when you can go to a legally chartered temple and proclaim yourself? There's so much mis- misinformation on social media, YouTube, and other, just on the internet, period, that, you know, send people, send ones in this, this direction, or those di- directions that send them off. Mm-hmm. Like the man, I don't know, you saw it a couple of years ago. There was a viral video, excuse me, video where he was waving a, a Moorish flag out the window, and the police were at him, and he just kept saying, 
you guys don't have any, what do they call it? You do. You don't have any jurisdiction over me. I'm a more. Mm-hmm. Get away from me. Here's my flag. Mm-hmm. Before the video ended, they still wrote the ticket and dropped it in his truck. Whether you want to pay the ticket or not, you got it. Right. So where's that sense uh, or blind uh, belief that you are protected when you become a, a more as a, a black? Well, once again, it it doesn't like necessarily, well, I won't say give you protection. It doesn't give you protection in the sense of one's put it out here that the police can't pull you over. Mm-hmm. It lifts you out of being, you're actually a citizen yes. of the United States. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? With having a nationality. Yes. So therefore, that's how, that's where the protection comes in because the actual, you actually have rights. Yes. As a citizen. So stop right there because I don't want that to get lost. Do you understand what he just said? What? Where if you proclaim your nationality in America, where you once did not have one and you were just black, you are now an actual citizen of America. We got to keep talking. Meaning before you proclaimed the nationality, you weren't a citizen, but your entire life you thought you were. Like you were a part of America. Your birthright is here. Social security, like all of the nine that you get when you're born. Right. You were a citizen, right? Right. But now someone's telling you, you actually weren't a citizen because you didn't have a nationality. Yeah, we got to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> we we got to keep talking. <laughs> I think it will make a little bit more sense once we apply real world um, application. So we can get, we can, we going to come back to this. Okay. All right. Uh, So recently, five uh black Memphis police officers were fired by the Memphis Police Department because they brutally assaulted and uh, murdered uh a man that they stopped during a, was it a traffic stop? Oh, what is that man named? Ty, Tyree. I was going to say, say his name. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I was trying to print, uh, sound it out in my mind. Say first. his name. Tyree Nichols. Say you, ran you need stuff. to right? out. I'm not good with names. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I was, I was sounding it out in my name, in my head. Cause it's Tyree or Tyree. What does it spell? T-Y-R-E. Okay. I, you get I, me? I feel you. Okay, so you. um sorry if I mispronounced it, but Tyree Nichols, that is the, the man's name. Right. And so I'm sure like did you watch the video of no, the uh I don't, I don't watch I'm stuff sure you like did that. It. Yeah. And if you post it on my social media and I follow you, you blocked forever. <laughs> I don't play that shit. Yeah. Like I I post a lot of ratchet shit on my Instagram story. Yeah. I'm pretty sure y'all y'all watch it, you know. If mm-hmm. you don't follow, follow me, it's hilarious. But you ain't finna see black people dying. Or in anybody dying. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But getting beat up, falling off shit, hit by cars, that's that's flying all day. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. It was like 30 minutes, right? The the, the video? Yeah, the, the video the actual that stop. I watched was uh, 30 minutes. But I want to say it was a, a couple, a few more videos. I think mm-hmm. that one that we both saw that was 30 minutes was like video number four. Yeah. So it was like it was four videos in total that the uh, Memphis police department released of the actual stop. How did um, you get four videos? How the niggas the only cameras that work now? might've just chopped it up. Yeah. Oh, so more, more of the story. Um, I, I wanted to specifically talk about this situation because it ties into why it's, you're not a citizen if you're black. The media is going crazy by 
making sure we all know the police officers that did this were black. If you read this article that I'm currently on by ABC News, they say um, the officers involved in the Delhi incident, all of whom are black, <laughs> were charged Thursday with murder and other crimes and the killing of Nichols. So they're letting you t- tell you, you need to know that these people here were black. I mean, Why is it so important to... Ain't that with every police story, though? It's like, they're going to make sure you're going to know that... Yeah, but we don't say that we're white. Like, if you read an article, they're not going to say, Detective Bryant, the white officer, killed five black people. Like, they're going to make sure that you know that the people are black, but they're not going to actually highlight the race part when it comes to their kind. But when it's black-on-black crime, they're going to make sure to highlight that. That needs to be pushed because... We need to further confuse you on what race is in America. Yeah. See, with these situations, I really never like cared for race because police shouldn't be hurting people. So but, I was like, when whenever I read police are hurting people, they need to be fried. It's propaganda for white people. They they believe that we're so angry and we we hate them because they're killing us. Is only white. Well, we're the focus is really we're we're against police. We're not against the the color. It just happens that a lot of white people target black people when stopping them. Not against rap. (laughs) (laughs) And black on black crime is a false uh, narrative as well because people do crime in the vicinity of their neighborhoods majority of the time. So when a European breaks into another European house, they don't say it's Italian on Italian. Yeah, white on white crime. Mm -hmm. So So explain, because you explained to me like a. How differently do you think that this, the coverage of this would uh, had would have went if majority of those people, a part of this situation, were of Moorish uh, American and not black, would have been would have have gone different in America if we all if the people knew like these uh, police officers are Moorish American would it have been different. You First and foremost, if these police officers were Moorish American, this young man wouldn't have received that, mm-hmm. wouldn't have endured the incident Why that, so? that he did because we live by love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Okay. So, so are there Moorish police officers? Do you feel like do you feel like there's Moorish police officers or do you know any Moorish police officers? I haven't met any. I'm not going to say that there aren't any, but I haven't met any, but there are Moors across the nation. Right. You know, so there's a good chance you can find one somewhere. Mm-hmm. So how do you uh, uh, hold a Moorish American accountable uh, for things that are against what you all practice? Okay. Well, first, just like in society, if you get out of law, you're brought up on charges. Mm-hmm. So in the Moorish Science Temple of America, if you are breaking laws or going against those principles, you are brought up on charges. And you have to go before a council and they determine whether you continue to hold on to your nationality and are a member of that temple. So you can get kicked out of the Moors? I mean, you're still a Moor, you just don't belong to that temple. Oh, okay. So can you, you get, get can you get get can you get kicked out of so many temples that no one would take you? If ones do their proper research and background, like search background check on you, and like, why has he been put out of so many temples? What's mm-hmm. the problem? You know what I'm saying? They will probably shy away from wanting you to be around as well. Mm-hmm. 
So back to the, my question I asked, you said that, um, uh, in America, you're black. You are not a citizen. You're not an actual citizen. So what difference would have made if they were Moorish American and now are considered citizens of America? Would they have been treated differently, do you think, by the media, by the actual Memphis Police Department? Like, they immediately were fired. No suspension. They fired. As soon as before the even body cam was put made public, they were fired. They're in jail. Now they off on bond, but like they gave them what they don't give their own. Like Yeah. And do you, uh, you probably haven't seen this, but it was an actual sister who was the police chief. And they say she fired them immediately mm-hmm. after she saw the video. Yeah. So I don't know if she's a mother or not, but she, she could have been, you know what I'm saying? And that right there could have struck a chord as to where like, how could they do this to this young man? Mm-hmm. Like, like no exp- logical explanation or a reason. I think the basis of my question I was asking is like, do what benefits uh, would we re- receive if we are now considered ci- actual citizens of this Republic? Okay. Now, first and foremost, these officers, so-called black officers, who don't have a nationality, mm-hmm. who aren't citizens, mm-hmm. are pretty much going to be wrapped up and put away in jail. Mm-hmm. Again, had they been Moorish Americans, this event, they wouldn't have treated that young man like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They would have treated him respectfully, but still doing their job. Mm-hmm. So I can't necessarily say what would have happened to them being Moorish American had they done that because I can't see a Moorish American doing that. Okay, how can you say something like that with such conviction? Because knowing we are judged by acts, words, and deeds first and foremost. Yes. right. That's why it's so important for us to have a nationality and for us to come together at a temple so we can congregate as a unit and move as one. Mm -hmm. So nationality also brings along political status mm-hmm. or it's tied to political status. This is how Oscar the priest became the first congressman in the state of Illinois. The first so-called black congressman in the state of Illinois is because of Prophet Noble Drew Ali and the members of the Moore Science Temple of America. Mm-hmm. He was at one time working with Oscar the priest to make it illegal for us to call ourselves black or for ones to call ourselves black. Mm-hmm. And what happened with that? Prophet Noble Drali died in oh. 1929. No one tried to carry it on, carry it through? There were several factions after the Prophet passed away, and there was a lot of misdirection and misinformation. The ones He did leave, you know, a blueprint. That's how I'm able to say I'm a member of the Moore Science Temple today and legally and lawfully say that, you know. So the way that uh, things work today with um, having these communities, having these temples, that what he, did he uh, die before, was able to see in this, have this structure? Well, or? The prophet had over 30,000 members nationwide. Mm-hmm. Like deep in the street, big numbers. Baltimore, D.C., Philadelphia, big Chicago. <laughs> we were 
Louis throughout the country. They out here, bro. Big Moors. The Dirty Moors floss fl- uh, flag. This is in nineteen, the nineteen twenties. Mind you, there is no social media. There right. is no y'all internet. spreading it. Y'all on the ground. They spreading it. He was the it. first person to teach Islam on this continent, and the first person to teach us of our nationality. Big Morris, man. I'm, I'm. This is like the great. This, this is gonna be a good episode going into Black History Month. <laughs> Big Morris shit, man. We, we uh, what you call the fake Morris? Dirty Morris. Dirty Morris. Yeah, Morris. we dirty Morris K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all have that sense of humor? Your uh, fez uh, went behind you. Do y'all? Do you all have that sense of humor? Like when when you become of something unfor uh for a uh, foreign, not familiar, and you become of that, you want to learn that and become and truly live that. Do you lose like a sense of self from what you once were? Well, you definitely, uh, I'm not going to say you lose a sense of self, but uh, in our questionnaire, the Moorish questionnaire, there's one that says, uh, I believe it's key, question 16 said, how did the prophet begin to uplift the Moorish Americans? Mm -hmm. By teaching them to be themselves. Mm -hmm. So before you become Moorish American, you were not once your actual self. No, because you you run around here calling yourself black. How can okay. you be yourself? Right. Okay, I get that. <laughs> Running around calling yourself black. Look at you. Look at you. Despicable. <laughs> uh, so now I, let's go back to one of the first questions I asked. Where I said you were one. You grew up in a Christian household. Correct. Um, what what. What did you? What do you not follow or practice that was once of the Christian faith? Now that you uh, practice Islam, communion. Well, there are different customs on both sides. So yeah. uh, the customs that I practice now are uh, Islamic. I don't practice Christmas, or I don't practice the Christmas of. December 25th, we mm-hmm. have our own Christmas. We have our own holidays, just like we just heard of Chinese New Year. Yeah. Like last weekend or something, you know, here in America, New Year's is January 1st. Right. Morse, New Year's is January 15th. Why, Why? is that? Because uh, our Christmas is January 8th. Okay. Which Prophet Noble Drew Ali says, celebrate me on this day. Is there any reason behind that, or he just because we do know that Jesus Jesus's birthday wasn't December twenty fifth, so why would we celebrate that? We're going to celebrate our prophet's birthday. We, like I said, we honor all prophets first and foremost, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we have our own, so that's who we. So you celebrate him on eighth. Yeah, we celebrate him on January eighth. Okay, and then seven days after that is our Moorish New Year. Okay. So do you do y'all have something for Halloween? No, we don't have Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> what about Thanksgiving? my birthday party. Do y'all celebrate Thanksgiving? If oh. you do your homework on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know why you should Go back to <laughs> You know what? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to drop this now in now I really think about it. Go ahead. 1491 mm-hmm. is when Isabella and Ferdinand were, no, the Pope at mm-hmm. that time, the gave thanks for the defeat over the last more stronghold in Granada, Spain. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, this was, I was thinking of something totally different. Mm. So why would we celebrate the demise of our ancestors? Mm -hmm. Right. That's the basis of Thanksgiving still, though. Like, even Americans just thinking about where that actually, because we know by now. That that shit wasn't of peace and love. <laughs> we, nah, not at all. You don't need to do hella books or read that to know that that holiday is not about peace and love. It comes from a very traumatic, demonic part of history. <laughs> so would you they say call, that want to call any... it indigenous people's yes. day instead of <laughs> they, they running away from that Moorish. Right. You know, they running mm-hmm. away from that Moorish. They call it anything but Moorish. So would you say there's any tension between Moorish people and Catholic people because of that? Or has there ever been a history be- like of that because of that? Do your homework on the chessboard. The chessboard? Yeah. Like chessboard? Uh-huh. Okay. You know, <laughs> it, it was once Christians versus Moors instead of black versus white. Mm-hmm. The game of chess? Uh-oh. <laughs> now, Uh-oh. I got to research that because I don't know about I don't know nothing about that. Bruh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Who do you think created it? Our ancestors created that. Chess. It takes a, a complex mind to think about something like that. You think, and what? Ch- that, dog, what? This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Go back to 711 AD in Spain, all the way up to 1491. You got 700 years where we had libraries, lighted streets, running water. European didn't even have paper. yeah because um i'm excuse i personally don't know what else to call us because i'm not a moorish american i have not proclaimed that to be of me yet so it feels weird for me to do to be uh to call myself something that i know is uh more humane than black i would i would feel like a dirty moor if i called myself a moor yeah well like i say once again just because you don't call yourself a moor Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that anyone can change the nature of your descent. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If your ancestors were Moors, you're a Moor, whether you say it or not. Mm-hmm. Facts. That's how I'm going to look at you. Now, if you don't feel comfortable calling yourself a Moor, mm-hmm. um, what I would call someone who's outside of the Moor Science Temple of America, I would call them Asiatics. Okay. Explain it- that. Please. Asiatics. Asiatics. Uh, spell that. Asia. Attic. Oh, okay. Asiatic. I'm following. Okay, now explain that for the people who are not following. What is Asiatic? Asiatic? Well, if you go back at one point in time, it was called Asia. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were the original people. Mm-hmm. The Moors were? Asiatic. The Moors were the original people of Asia. I'm asking. No. No. Well, yes. So we're all melanated. Oh, okay. I'm I'm following. So Africa was Asia. Asia. All the everything together combined. Pangea was Asia. I was Asia. gonna say Pangea. Yes. I'm asking these questions for the people that might be listening and feel like they know the answer. And it's been it's been broken apart and it's come back together several like cycles. So Cycle we're in right now is just what we've been taught in like Sunday school or history class, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where Asiatic comes from. You can, uh, Prophet Noble Drali said, Come all ye Asiatics and learn the truth about yourselves. 
So he didn't say, come all you Moors. He said, come all you Asiatics. And so when you think of Asiatics, that's only melanated people. Only melanated people. Question. Why name something after what once was one land form and think that it is distinctive enough when there's still other shades of individuals that are left out of being Asiatic? So what are they called if they also are still on this same land form? If you get what I'm saying, asking. So, because now we're the only person, we're the only people on this continent mm -hmm. who don't know who we are. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody else does. Mm -hmm. So, that's why we say Asiatics. Now, we can say Chinese. We can say Mexican. You group them all together, they're Asiatics. Mm -hmm. I like this episode. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you. I'm glad you like it, Josie. <laughs> I definitely do. Let's uh, let's take a little turn. You got something else you want to ask before we shift? Nothing at all. Okay. What happened to that list? <laughs> you said, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we 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 ain't get to that part yeah, you yet. Got to the list. Yeah, because we definitely uh been sitting on this for a while. We didn't even get to the fun the fun parts. Well, that it's still was still icebreaker. <laughs> Y'all came in hot, man. Man. <laughs> okay, well, we have a game on the pod called Weird or All. And the basis of Weird or All is we're going to give you a headline, and you are going to tell us whether it's weird or not, and you have one sentence to explain why. Okay? Okay. So. Yes. Uh, 25 people in Florida are charged with a scheme to get fake nurse nursing diplomas. Is that weird or no? No, because to answer that with my one sentence is because there are several, like, cons out here. So that's just <laughs> another con. So it's not, not weird. You, you know can. what I'm saying? It's normal coming from Chicago anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because I have... <laughs> I have a comment from Chicago in my notes. <laughs> Accused con artist using Chance the Rapper's name and scam is arrested. Weird or no? Uh, he uses government name or his rapper name? Because if, if, if you let somebody put Chance the Rapper on something, that, he, should, he deserves to get away. I read a little bit of the article. Uh, first, what's your answer? Weird That's or no? Funny. It's kind of similar to the first question, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not weird. If 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 you can get through a chance to rapper, bro, you you deserve whatever you Man, you if people for. if 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 you're going to fall for it, somebody's going to get you. So right. he he basically affiliated himself with Chance the Rapper and said, "I come from Chance the Rapper's foundation. I can help you with a bill and pay it off for you." That's what the foundation does. We help people in need. Dang, that's really, bogus. He just, that's a different he type pay, of... He, he made it, like, he sent it off to their banks, like, hey, this bill was paid phony way. And so the, the bank saw it, but then, you know, it takes a minute for the money to process. Right. And they flipped it back, and now he already gone <laughs> with the payment. <laughs> <laughs> and they still got to pay for it. <laughs> but they gave him their money, Ridiculous. too. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, but... um. Chicago public school bus driver hit several cars and continued his route. Weird or not? We in Chicago. <laughs> Once again. Nah. Why? Oh, uh, we're in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. There could be various 
practice for his condition that particular morning. Well, I mm-hmm. don't know what time of day it was, but uh-huh. I'm assuming it was in the morning time. Yeah. And he could have just been having a bad day or could have been off some drugs. You don't know. Okay. He said that was a school bus doing that? Yeah. What's up with these school bus drivers, bro? <laughs> Why? Every week we're talking about school bus Did drivers. Did you see the, uh, I forgot what city it was in. They was pulling the yeah, we talked about it. off the window. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it last we, we talked episode. About that. That's why I'm like, <laughs> what's up with school, dri- school bus drivers, bro? Y'all weird. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, Nike. Is reportedly suing Baby Nates for copying their iconic shoe design. Is that weird or no? Yeah, that's weird. They need to get over that because okay. it's it's been long. There's several shoes out here that look like ones. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. just because Baby Nate has some success off of it, you know, Nike want to get a piece of it. Mm-hmm. So. Does this mean they coming for Shaq's next? Nike I know somebody. I know somebody on Instagram right now that's being sued by them because they make like the. The hot the Air Jordan ones. By Shaq? No, like someone, oh. someone, a black small business person, Kai, something like that. Yeah, he's being sued by them too. That's when I say you now you 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 gotta come for Shaq's. Uh 29-year-old woman charged um she a 29-year-old woman was charged uh for posing as a teen and attending a high school in New Jersey. Is that weird or no? That's very weird. I did see that article. Cause, uh, that's that's like a that's a case of she might need some psychiatric help. Okay. Like, what was she doing? Like, I I didn't read that one. You want to go to like you want to go to school at twenty nine? You want to go to school? It was a dude that wanted to try to get to be a professional basketball player, so he posts. See, that's different. Like you, <laughs> you at least, yeah, bro, you had a goal. He, he you said had that something too. He to said achieve. I had a whole game plan, and it would have went right if one of the people I went to high school with didn't see me and recognize me. He think he's the one that ousted him. Wow. So somebody that went to his real <laughs> high school with him. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate niggas, man. Um, they're okay. interesting. Uh, home o- owner's water bill jumps from $200 to $5,000 with no explanation. Weird or no? Very weird. Why? You said the water bill? Yeah. Oh. How could you use that much water? That's <laughs> like your cheapest utility. Unless, unless like, you haven't paid it over a period of time. Uh-huh. And they just didn't shut you off. But did they specify how long of a time that was? No. Nah. Was it, like, in one month it went from that to that? <laughs> No, I didn't read it. We yeah, just go off. Yeah, yeah. Water is your should be your you know your cheaper side of bills. I actually have a story about water bills doing crazy shit. But what we'll you get... do? What did you do? Somebody put a bill in a name. Probably. Uh, nah, nah, nah. I was paying somebody's water bill. You, I was paying it, and they didn't tell me that they had a uh, a budget plan. You know, you choose two plans. You could either pay what you actually used, or you can pay a payment plan and they say, okay, this is the threshold. If you go over it, then whatever you just collect it at the end of the year and you pay all of that at the end. But right now you just pay 50 per month. So I'm thinking, you feel me? This is the bill. This is what's going to be every month or whatever. Well, really they had a, a balance that kept increasing every month. That's paid off. That's left over from the $50 that you pay every month. Right. So I was paying way more than I was supposed to. Cause they had a balance before I picked up the bill mm. for them. Mom, uh, <laughs> um, all four of five former Memphis Police Department 
uh, officers charged with murdering Tyree uh, Nichols has bonded out of Shelby's County uh, Jail. Is that weird or no? Nah, because in the law you are quote unquote innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. That's what the law says, you know. Even yeah, that's despite what, they what say. we're witnessing, uh, they they allowed their due process. Mm-hmm. So the judge gave them a bond. Maybe the police union came up with the money. Maybe their family came up with the money. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they Somebody put up, put up a house, house or something. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So they bonded out like. Nobody want to sit in jail if they can actually bond out. Yeah. Okay. Man, come get me. You got one before I... I have I had several. Well, you know, we got Let's another see. one. Let's see. Let's which, see. Which, which, which one I want to pull from? Police agreed to DNA test cookie for evidence of Santa Claus. Weird or not? A cookie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very weird. Why? Because of the whole Santa Claus idea. They trying to see if he exists. The police <laughs> <laughs> tested the DNA of a cookie to see if Santa Claus is real. Yep. Okay. That's just the type of boy shit you do, I, I guess, on, on the police clock. You know, All right. not, not no crime to be fought. <laughs> so uh, our tax money is being spent. Uber Eats delivery man walks on the court and interrupts the Loyola versus... Duke in, I can't say this college name. Duke. No, not Duke. The one with the Q. D U K D U K U. No, D U K U E S N E. D U K U. Oh yeah, I understand too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you gotta skip. You gotta skip those headlines. If you- <laughs> Bruh, I thought that was gonna be an easy word to say. <laughs> shit. Like Q's and shit. Really I'm already don't mess not trying to say Terry Nichols. All right, all right, I, I got one. <laughs> Australia woman <laughs> breaks archery record using her feet. Weird or not? Nah, because there's really like nothing you can do. I mean, if you put your mind to it, you know you what I'm saying? You, you can, can do, do it. You can do it. I've I've seen that done before, so anything's possible. That's not the first time. It just she just made the headlines. All right, last one. All right, I got one more. One more. Actually, yeah, I do got one more. Um, I need to read this from my bookmarks word for word. Where is it? Oh, well, I lost it. Um, the family of Tyree Nichols wants the, uh, wants the city of Memphis to do peaceful protesting, <laughs> weird or not. Well, they're not weird. No, they're not weird because they don't want them to go out tearing up stuff and causing more trouble or whatever self, whether it be for themselves or for others. But at the same time, there is no result from it. You know what I'm saying? What what comes about? You out there walking the streets all night, yelling and screaming. Now you wake up today, your throat sore. <laughs> Might have went to the liquor store, the club last night. Mm. I I got a TV. I lost my voice, but I got, I a, got TV. a TV. <laughs> In the name of justice. For free 99. All right. Well, that was weird or not. Thank you for playing with us. <laughs> I'm like undefeated in weird or not. Like, I'm like the best at it <sighs> ever. 
self-proclaimed best for Man, sure. The streets say I'm the best at that. All right, now let's get over to music because when I started music in high school, you were amongst a few of people that were very supportive, supportive, and now you got baby girl very supportive. <laughs> Uh, but I would always see you supporting the uh, music, like when you're out lifting or driving, you post what you're listening to in the car or whatnot. So, like, what or what did that, like, avid listening of music come from? Where did that interest in just consuming music as much as you do come from? Uh, probably has something to do with growing up as an only child mm-hmm. like in my household. So I would listen to the radio wasn't a whole lot of options. You sit and just you turn in the little band on the AM and FM stations, you know. Now we got several uh music outlets, but back then, you know, or even just coming up period, you know, music just set the mood. Mm-hmm. You was listening to WGCI? Like back then? Yeah. Nah, not back then. I don't even remember what station I was listening to back then. Mm. You ever listen to WGCI? <laughs> yeah. Like that that ever become your go to? At one point in time I w- I would listen to WGCI. Did you ever want to do the birthday line? What's that? Nah. I'm no. too young for that. What's that? You you Don't are young. That's crazy. Wait, you calling your birthday? You call oh, are you ready okay. to go down? Yes, I am. Come on, who this on the birthday? Oh, no, line? See, yeah, I yeah, no. <laughs> and T, too young what's for your that. zodiac sign? <laughs> you really know? You ever and wanted to t- call? Uh, let, let me see. What what that text thread at? Me and uh, me and me and me and my little friend do this thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what? Uh, Music played a very pivotal like part in my upbringing. <clears throat> Riding around listening to R and B in the car mode with the OG. What uh, memories do you have with just music or that one song that take you somewhere? What are, what are, what is your your recollection of like music and what that played in your upbringing? Well, I'm not. Uh, I don't want to not answer your question, but I just like as you were asking me that question. I didn't expect upbringing to be a, the last word. I was just going to use one of your tracks that me and baby girl, like every time she hops into my truck, play your knee song, play your knee song. Now she got several songs, Aww. but she has a favorite song. Play your knee song. Used by you. Used by you. <laughs> That's all the kids' favorite song. <laughs> my family don't play none of my music. Because so. it's always that bang, bang. They, I, they ain't listen to that. <laughs> Why you think I listen to it? Because they don't believe you when you do it. But I'm not saying that's not me saying it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I might be riding around and the music's on shuffle when that song comes mm-hmm. on. It not, not not only reminds me of her, it reminds me of my granddaughter when she's not around. Oh, mm-hmm. that's 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 beautiful. That's I'm cute. not gonna say too much because I'm <laughs> I'm weird. I feel weird, that's but <laughs> I do appreciate that. I uh, feel weird. My uncle don't play my music because I'm like. I get weird, weirded out when I listen to people talk about things that is about me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, so, because I, I have a lot of memories with just riding around my OG. Did you not play a lot of music around your uh, your kids? Um, I had like 15s in the trunk, so mm-hmm. they heard a lot of music. Mm-hmm. They heard a lot of music. What kind of 15s you have in the trunk? I said had several kinds, several kinds. 
What was what was like that one setup? Rockford False Gates. There we go. See, I just posted some Rockford False Gates. <laughs> I just posted, man. I had I'm some lost. P2 punch. That's your shit. Y'all, y'all, y'all bound over that. Yeah, I'm lost. It's like people uh, don't do that no more. People don't build subwoofers. Trucks no more. Yeah. yeah, people don't do that shit no more. Everybody want to ride foreign and ride the same cars. Like, don't get, get me wrong. Out sometimes and once you get a certain age, some people nah. don't want that bike. bass in their ear See? anymore. No, nah, you 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 got to keep one in the stash. Like, I get it. The S sixty is fire. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a but toy car. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? you know what I'm saying. Yeah, in. get a little. You okay. know, a little Ford Taurus uh, or something. My youngest son, he said he didn't. As as he got older, he didn't like sounds because being in the back seat riding with me, it would like vibrate his, vibrate his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as he got older, he didn't want to put no sounds in his car. You traumatized him with all that bass. Eight oh eight ain't good for everything. Man, I I grew up. I wouldn't say I grew up with subs, but like yeah. it was always somebody around. Always somebody around. So, man, what? All right, I'm going to ask you a question. You got to speak for the, the entire Chicago. What is Chicago's obsession, Black Chicago, <laughs> with, with R. Kelly? I thought you were going to say vans. No. Because we were R- talking about car stuff. No. <laughs> like, my mom, she told me a story. I don't know if it's true. You Maybe you could. She said R. Kelly touched her booty at a party before. <laughs> but what is Chicago's, Black Chicago's obsession with R. Kelly? What did that play a. And you growing up in Chicago. She had that vibe. I mean, the man just made <laughs> excellent music. Uh-huh. You know, whether there were ulterior motives mm-hmm. behind the writing of his music at the time that he wrote it, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. Yeah, Never will know. know. We yeah. ain't know what Aaliyah got that vibe, man. But uh, he, he made some, some good music. And for him to not be able to read or write, you know, that's a... Pretty impressive. Very impressive. Man, I can do that. <laughs> the the music part. So uh oh, uh, you're a Scorpio. Indeed. And Scorpios, we can get real romantic when we actually like somebody. Hmm. What's your go to song to play on when you're trying to get Shorty in the mood? You ever wrote a song for Shorty? No, but when I was like young, I used to write the words of songs mm. and pass it as a letter. Oh, dead. Did they know? Did you did did you think that they would know the song, or oh, you just wanted that to be your words? You know, I didn't. So you I wanted it to be my so words. You, <laughs> I knew they didn't know it was the song. Uh, was it was it like Keith Sweat or Ashley Brothers? Like where we at with been, it? It could have been some of both of them back at that time because I do remember Keith Sweat. That was I remember Keith, listening to Keith Sweat like when he first came out. So like, it was plagiarized. Could have been Keith a, Sweat. a victim. You know? <laughs> could have been a victim. Like, <laughs> you may be young, but you're ready. Oh my god! Ready to love? Because I'm young too. <laughs> <laughs> he came out what '89? I want to say with his first album, I was 14. Uh, Damn! <laughs> you so irritating, dude. <laughs> you so irritating. That's young. Yeah. Okay, before uh, skipping past music, I wanted to talk about sports because you are very much invested in sports. You are, it seems as if when I look at people and when they speak of you on social media, it seems as if you are at everybody's games, <laughs> everybody's sports banquets. <laughs> like, where did that sense of um, family orientation come from? Like just being a part of the community, 
Did you have that in your life where you had that person that supported everything you did, was there? No, actually not that not not the person that I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have that person. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me the person that I am in that regard, I believe. Yeah. Do you, you think a- you could hoop me? At one point in time. Me? You like I I I don't think you heard of me. Don't, Nobody don't has. have to. Nobody I, has. I, I I hold the state if I record. I don't have no confidence in myself. Who will? Who will? I, I I feel you. I'm just saying I hold the Indiana state record for most points scored in the game with 95. Congratulations. Just just saying, no foul, no cap. I wasn't out there to hack you. Mm. No, no mm. one could. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had real competition. Yeah, I uh. almost went to the league. Okay. Well. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talk about uh, school, like your experience uh, growing up. Cause you were you did you were you born in Chicago? Yes, I was born in Evanston, actually. Oh, okay, okay. And how did you find your way to Chicago? Uh, I was adopted at birth mm-hmm. by a family that lived in Chicago. Okay. When did I'm you find, find that out? out? I don't know how I ended up being born in Evanston because my birth mother went to high school at Finger, so she had to reside in the city, the city as well. Yeah. So she might have just been out that way when she went in labor and was like, boom. But yeah. it says I was born in Evanston. I'm like, oh, okay. When did you find out you was born into adoption? I had to be. Like 12, 13. Was it easy? Was the family black that adopted you? They were Asiatics. Yeah, it was. Okay, my bad. Come on, man. What's black? Asiatics. Asiatics. I'm sorry. Damn. I'm conditioned. Uh, Asiatics. We fuck with them. Okay. (laughs) We fuck with the Asiatics. So they were Asiatics. So it it didn't cross your mind that question if these were your biological parents, basically. No, it didn't. Because uh, another. A uh, little monkey wrench in there. Story is that uh, after being adopted, of course, by a mother and a father, uh, my adopted mother passed away at the age of five years old. Mm. Mm. So, therefore, I didn't grow up with a family in the essence of a regular mother and father household. And when she passed away, I w- went down to Georgia to live with my grandmother, which was my deceased mother's mother. Your deceased Ad- adopted, adopted mother's, mother's mother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, just to answer that question, I didn't find out my birth mother until I was like what, 2007. So what age is that for you? That's a good question. You could do 25 and I was 32. Okay. Okay. So you met, you found out or you met her? actually spoke with her. I never met her face-to-face, but uh, prior to speaking with her, I had got a letter in the mail saying that they were looking for the somebody that was born at this hospital on this day. Mm-hmm. So I called the number on the letter, mm-hmm. and it was only one boy born on the hospital at this hospital on this day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So she, we had a couple of, uh, she had a couple of questions for me. And we ended the conversation. She called back, had some more questions for me. And she called back and felt like she was comfortable enough to let me know 
her purpose for looking for me, mm-hmm. which was my birth mother was searching for me. Mm-hmm. Now she had, this was 2007, 2005. She left Chicago and was in North Carolina. Right. So, and I don't think we got to this part yet. Yeah. But she was raped during my conception. Oh, okay. And she kept me and then put me up for adoption. I don't know why I heard conception and thought birth, but I'm 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 following now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and did you learn that from her with her reaching yeah. out for you? Yeah. That's who. That's so, crazy. How it went down. So, like, did y'all have this conversation on the phone, or like, y'all came phone. together? We we've never seen each other face to face. She's still currently still alive. No, she passed away in uh, 2017. So, with knowing that you came, yeah, <clears throat> the reason of your conception was of rape, and you never got to actually meet your biological mother, your biological father, and now that person, your biological mother, is gone, so you can't actually have interactions with her talk to her how does that do you think about stuff like that or it once used to like bother me and puzzle i had questions you know in that regard and you know once after proclaiming my nationality and learning you know how we practice islam you know i know that she's still with me in the spiritual form so I deal with it a lot more now as opposed to, I deal with it a lot better now as opposed to back then when I first found out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's messed up to know that she was raped, but it's also a blessing that she didn't try to abort me. Mm-hmm. Right. But at that time, it was, abortion was illegal in 1975 in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. But she could have went, uh, fell downstairs, or used a hanger, or whatever. Oh yeah, there was definitely ways. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So, you know, I'm blessed to know that I had multiple women that cared for me. You know, what I'm saying that wanted to see me have a life. Right. One gave birth to me and put me up for adoption, and the other one adopted me and put me in position to have a. So your uh, adopted father, what do you, is it called? Adoptive? What do you? What is the actual term? Uh, yeah, political that, term? That would be uh, okay, yeah, I, I would think so that's adoptive it. father. He recently passed. It would be one year on February second. Mm-hmm. We're almost on the anniversary of that. Yeah. Is he the? Is he your? Was he your primary caretaker? He's the one that taught you, brought you up, like. Who was actually the person that taught you life, things, outside of the survival? Your uncle bounced around a lot as a a young man, almost Mm -hmm. like an army brat or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. But like I said, when my mother passed, my adopted mother passed away, and I went to live with her mother in uh, Georgia, She was I was with her for eight years. Mm -hmm. So from the age of five to 13, I was there, and that was like, some of the most important years of raising a child and like installing things in them, teaching them how to cook, teaching them how to clean up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Teaching them how to wash clothes, teaching them how to mop. Chores and shit. So that's she pretty much gave me my foundation in life of who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she had what, 
18 children, so I had several un- uncles and aunts say, as well and mm-hmm. cousins. On that <laughs> a lot of kids. So, you always around people. So yeah. That's where the family aspect, you know what I'm saying, comes into play with me. You know. How did you find your – how did you become connected with the Johnsons? The Johnsons is my mom's side of the family. This we are not uh, family by blood. I've right. I've kind of picked that up. <laughs> okay. I've, I've been able to put that nah. together. So uh, how did you find your connection with the Johnsons? I found my connection with the Johnsons when uh, now after my grandmother passed, I uh, went to live. I was in Thomasville, Georgia at the time with her. After she passed, I went to Atlanta mm-hmm. for a couple of years, seventh, eighth grade. Then I came back to Chicago for high school with my adopted father. Okay. Now, at the time I came back, that's when I met Gloria. Gloria is my auntie. And who I call like a stepmother to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's when I first met her. And I'm like, you got some children with her mm-hmm. so papa pretty much was a rolling stone mm-hmm. so he had some children with and since oh you said my grandma gloria yeah huh? i'm like my grandpa yeah okay i'm like wait auntie, grandma, okay gloria too. scrap that, no, that grandma gloria. <laughs> okay yes yeah, I, ca- I considered her as a stepmother okay because she had children by with my adopted your father. Adopted father okay oh so, wait, who my kid? brother too you know what I'm right saying? what uh what kids were those uh, don't quote me because I don't know all of them. I'm just trying to see if I know them. <laughs> Uncle Ken. Okay, all right. Uncle Ken. Okay. Uh, I know there were a couple Karen. Okay. A couple that. of the other ones. Okay. But I don't know specifically, so I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Yeah. And like, you know, so okay. keep it neat. Okay. And so when you came back, you went through high school. And you meet this whole other family, this bonus family. Did that, did you grow any sense of like kinship and community? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I would, uh, I would go over our house on the weekends just to kick it with, you know, David, who, mm-hmm. uh, my little brother and Kiki and Cuppy and mm-hmm. Erica, they all stayed in the house. You know, I'll go over there and spend the weekend with them. Mm-hmm. And then I would even come over to your grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I kicked it with your uncles and your mama and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd have spent the weekend over there. Mm-hmm. I remember one time specifically riding my bike from 84th and Sealy all the way to 119th and then, uh, Wentworth. Mm-hmm. So there was okay. a, a sense of family there I've too. never asked you this question to actually figure out this connection, like how did you become a part of a family that you're not actually from? But it was told to me that you're my uncle. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It all makes sense now. It makes sense. Um, okay, now let's talk about you and your identifiers. You are a man. You didn't. You you come from a product of rape. You also have. Uh, you said that women basically raised you. So where did you find your definition of what it is to be a man for yourself? Now, before I can remember a time before my adopted mother passed away that my father worked from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. When I came back to Chicago for high school, he worked from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. Held two jobs over 25 plus years. One of them was over 35 years. Mm-hmm. 
So that's where my work ethic comes from. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm self-employed, I get up 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. I may not come in to about 9, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm doing ride share or whether I'm uh, working for the water company. Affiliation. Plug. Plug. Oh, okay. Official water, water for <laughs> club culture. Uh, and I'm also <laughs> personal training yes. as well. Yes. So I keep myself busy. That's where my work ethic comes from. And another uh, influential male was one of my uncles, which was my adopted mother's little brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Uncle Joe. Mm-hmm. I got him tattooed on my arm, his birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was like after I was considering me closer with him than I was my adopted father. Okay. So he was more like a father figure to me. That's who I would go to and say, I got this problem or I got that problem. Mm-hmm. And then he would break it down to me or show me how it's supposed to be, be done. Right. And, uh, he was also, uh, he worked on his job. I forgot how many years before he got injured, but he got a settlement and started his own business. And he had a very successful lawn care uh, service in Orlando, Florida. Okay. And during the summertime when I was in high school, I would go down there and work for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm living with my father in Chicago, but I go down there during the summertime, kick it with him. Mm-hmm. You know, work with him as well, you know. Stack so some cheese. That's get up in the sun. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Have some fun. <sighs> okay. Now. How your little summertime girlfriend? Speaking of girlfriend, <laughs> who taught you how to communicate and learn about the opposite sex? I'm still learning. Facts. I feel like that's a forever game. Like, you ain't going, you don't just get people. There is no manual, you know. Somebody could suggest to you what worked for them. Yeah. What worked for you may not work for me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, stop all the fucking dating topics, man. That shit's stupid. <laughs> I'm tired of that shit. Because there's a way to talk to a woman and genuinely just talking to her because she's a human. And there's so much more out uh, to being human than sex and romance. True. And then there's a way to talk to a woman as if you want to be her partner, sexual or not. And so that question is, a, it can be a long-winded question because a lot of men can probably say they don't know how to speak to women like in any sense of a form so that's why i asked that question to two men because to hear your response to what that actually might would be yeah i'm still learning so you know it's a you you keep learning some 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 things you know you you might come out of your mouth and twist your face twist their face up at you like (laughs) who you think you're talking to yeah. All right. Okay. My bad. Let me switch that up. Let me reword that. Let me change the tone on that. And let me yeah, present it to it you back. like this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, that's what you was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah. We got to teach uh, uh, the unspoken ribs. <laughs> I still don't know what that is. All right. So, Jay, we got, we, we'll do it with him. <laughs> but <laughs> I want us to uh, go back now at the beginning. <clears throat> Now that we've gotten a little more sense of your upbringing, your sense of self, uh, what is your journey with um, mental health and um, coping through everything that had to do with just, one, your conception, two, the life that you did actually live, regardless of how you were conceived, 
and now you're an adult. Like, what is your actual per, uh, journey with just mental health and uh, finding ways to navigate through that? Because you say you didn't have, like, guidance. You didn't have – and I know you're you're obviously of the same background, similar background as me, where mental health is not much of a – uh, an idea that we're taught that was taught to us in a healthy way. So, like, what is your journey individually with that? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> man, it's probably one of the scariest roller coasters you ever want to be on. Mm-hmm. But to go through all of what you go through is what makes you. And me going through several ups and downs and highs and lows, you know, and still remain here, still be in a position where I don't feel, like, bad about myself or I don't have this or don't have this. I'm in a position where I can make anything happen. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, first and foremost, being a Moorish American Muslim, I know that I am one with my father God a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing is impossible as long as I try to do my best at it. You know, whether it's being a father, being a trainer, being an uncle, or being whatever job I'm doing, I'm trying to do the best at it or do the best that I can do. You know what I'm saying? So right. That's how I would I would explain that. Have you ever considered or tried uh counseling or therapy? I've definitely considered it, but uh, just haven't exercised mm-hmm. that you know what I'm mm-hmm. desire. You know, I feel there's a lot of things that I could probably talk to somebody about and yeah. just, you know, get not necessarily some perspective, but just to get it out. Yeah. So that's why this right here, this is this is major for me. Again, I say it because the camera's rolling. Yeah, I'm only doing this because of you. Yeah, I've never done this before. Big so uncle like, shit. <laughs> never sat <laughs> in front of camera and talk on the microphone. Yeah, and got in depth and personal with mm-hmm. people. I might have somebody like we talk about some of these topics yeah. on the side between one of us in private mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah, you know, so. It's different. Big ups. I'm I'm proud of what you're doing, and I'm proud to be a part of it. That's why I felt it was necessary for me to come on there. And then also, somebody else needs may need to hear what I'm saying or just see me as I am. Right. So how does this currently feel for you right now in the moment? You're doing this. You're speaking about something publicly. How do you feel saying this out loud, all the things you have revealed? I feel like I'm being myself. Yeah. Yeah, we chilling. Feel, it should be natural. It should be. I don't feel like I'm like reading from no script mm-hmm. or like trying to be this grand, you know, major person. No, I'm just me. Yeah, you know, big uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to plug your water, your uh, the water that you sell, distribute, man. Plug that real quick for us. This is a glacier alkaline water. Um. Not the sole owner, mm-hmm. but I am a, a, a part owner of it. And uh, it's been around for 13, 14 years now. And it is Asiatic owned. No Europeans. Not black owned, but what? 
Asiatic yeah. owned, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm going to start saying. Crescendo, yeah. Crescendo is a... Oh, wait. Asian. Let me... I ain't, ain't going to jump jump in the middle <laughs> of ahead, your promo. You can find us at avlacier.com. A-V-L-A-C-I-E-R. Mm-hmm. Place your order and it'll be on your doorstep. Now, this is one of the sizes that it comes in, but you all have other sizes that you can purchase the water. At this moment, we have the one liters. We have uh, 700 milliliters and we have gallons also. Mm-hmm. And what's, what is the uh, special about your particular product? Well, what's so special about it is... Or unique. I mean, what's so unique about it is the taste. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would say the reason you drink it. Mm-hmm. Facts. The reason, you know... The reason majority I drink of it. my customers. Jay you know, has some water too. I was, I was drinking was like, the one that you yo, gave me. I like this, this water, man. Mm-hmm. It's something about this water. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. So it tastes like Gary Sink water. <laughs> that shit fire. <laughs> oh my As God. long as that is it synonymous to being tasteful, then sure. It is, bro. <laughs> Ag, man, go ask anybody, bro. Gary Gary Tap water fire. Yeah, man. Uh, make sure you support this Asiatic-owned water. I stand behind the water. I religiously only drink this water. <laughs> and, yeah, man, support a Asiatic-owned business. And whenever you guys need merch printed, promotion stuff, flyers, you know, come to our Asiatic-owned business, <laughs> Crescendo Music, Media, and Marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. We out here. Yes, sir. I've been, I've been in business with her for, for a while now. <laughs> so whatever she does, I pretty much support. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to give you your flowers for that because I, I'm the, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, I never had somebody come to a basketball game genuinely just because they want to support me. <laughs> I've not, no, not someone like uh, someone that went to school with you, like an an adult, like an adult just said, "All right, I'm gonna pull up to your game to watch you play, watch you hoop." And That's you know, crazy. I'm very, <laughs> I'm not a typical basketball player. I'm really good. <laughs> really good. And so, like, why haven't I had that is a weird question that I've always had. And so for him to come into my life and that immediately becomes something that has been, like, our connection, like, I really hold that deeply. So I'm, I'm giving, I want to give you your flowers while you're here. She didn't even know I was at the game. I'd just be sitting up in the stands with my hoodie, <laughs> you know, watching it the whole game. And then I'd just come out at the end of the game. She's like, oh. But even outside of that, like when I wanted to start T-Ray Graphics, uh, before I, I bought all my machinery and created an infrastructure, he purchased a, a design software for me to learn just for me. Like he said, I got this for you. Like you going to help me, but this for you to figure out how to do this because I know that you're into this thing. He started with the, the, the heat press. Like he had all of that at the crib. So he said, whenever you want to like learn and, and get better here, you come over here like – that's the type of person that I can say that he is and has been for me. And to see that be like your actual makeup for other people is beautiful. And I want you to continue to always be that, stay that. Cause that's like what I envision myself to be as I become older and be around more souls. Thank you, baby. No problem. See, man, had you been like as nice as me, like you would have had more people at your gang. Like <laughs> I like I could dunk like when I was in like the fourth grade. Oh, so she okay. got woman of the year, man. Come on, man. Bro, I got woman and man of the year. I just want you to know that. Like both. I mean, this is 2022. It's possible. I got both. Bro, it's he got like, now. No. I was cold at bro, I was cold at women's basketball and men's basketball. Like 
I want you binary. to say that he's lying about me. I, as I well. am. I'm, I'm not him. I'm binary. <laughs> you them. I'm them. You them. I'm both of them. Okay. Oh my gosh, you have. Do you have a gym that you want to drop before we close out? Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, personal train mm-hmm. at the Concrete Jungle, which is located in uh, Calumet City, eighteen thirty-one River Oaks Drive. Oh yeah, right there. Right there. Yeah, man. Right there. You need a little help on that pudge. Ooh. Call up Unc. Oh, well, you might need to <laughs> put some more muscle on, fill out that sweatshirt. Mm, he said you little in that hoodie, shorty. <laughs> That's what guns are for. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if oh you are on gosh. YouTube, <laughs> make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. And hey, make we can't sh- close out because I wanted to say, I, I specifically wore this okay. so I could show y'all how it looks. After you wash it it's, a couple of times. It, it, it ain't falling off? Was, no, ain't nothing, bro. It, it's, it's great high quality It's, it's quality. Print. Like, look at me, man. I'm all it is, bro. That's yeah. crescendo, this correct? Is two nah, t- no, this is T-Ray Graphics. Ooh, yeah. one time. Say it again. T-Ray Graphics. Okay. You see me? I, I think she made these after we fixed the heat press that I broke. You didn't break it. I, you I just... broke her heat press. Okay. Well, yeah, that was the episode. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the damn podcast.